You know that drive you feel to work out harder in a class or in a personal training session? Well, now you can get that same motivation during any workout with Aptive. Aptive gives you an elevated fitness experience straight from your earbuds by syncing the motivational guidance of a trainer with the perfect playlist. From high intensity elliptical workouts to energizing yoga flows, access professionally guided workouts anytime, anywhere. You can even customize your workouts according to duration, intensity, and calories burned. Just go to aptive.com to get started and get a 30 day trial free when you sign up for a monthly subscription using the promo code MAGIC. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com, promo code MAGIC. Just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Real. I appreciate all the ladies out there that are still single and they're holding out. Don't settle. Don't settle. Because I'm going to tell y'all right now, now this might be harsh, but sluts, skeezers, hoes, tramps, and overly aggressive, promiscuous women, they're never without a man because they don't have no standards. They're ready to have sex with any and everything they want to have sex with them. But when you are single and you actually love yourself and you know your value and your self-worth, you'll hold out until God send you what's yours. So sometimes they be talking mess to women that are single, but I have a respect for them because if you're single and you may say, I've been single for a couple years, whatever the case may be, you actually holding out because you have your value. And you got women that are out here active in these streets. They going to lunches and dinners every night. Private planes, mega yachts, it's cracking. They're never without. However, it comes with a cost. You're going to put a lot of miles on yourself down there. <laughs> Come on. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yvonne. Hi, everyone. <laughs> he got a lot to say, and we're going to get into it. What's going on? Welcome to Ball Girl Magic. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Roz Gold on Wood and Yvonne Orgy. Thank you for joining us. We're starting it off with what Tyrese is calling real talk. I mean, quick takes on, on his feeling about single ladies and being active in these streets or being out there or single ladies not settling. I mean, what's your take? Uh, well, you know, th this was a hot button issue. A lot of people have, you know, kind of given him um, some some flack for uh, they, they called it slut shaming. They called it, you know, I think it was on I think it was on the BT website and they pulled the tape. And he's just a, a lot of women are upset at Tyrese right now. And, you know, it's it's it's. He said a lot in there. Uh, there were there there were some gems, and then there were some things that you know obviously can rub people the wrong way. Um, but let's break let's break down what he said. What let's break down what he said. Right. Essentially, he was saying, "Hey, if you're single, it's not a bad thing. It's all right because um, you have." Don't settle. He said, "Don't settle." He said, "Don't settle." Which you know, hey, listen, I, right there, Yvonne. I think that could have. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm with, I'm with him right there because I'm single and I'm not. I, I, there's nothing in me that desires to settle for anything. I did a whole, I did a whole uh, TEDx talk uh, plug. If you haven't seen the way to sexy, go to you know YouTube and Google the way to sexy. My TEDx talk, Yvonne Orji. Ow. Um, I did a whole. Know, what, what, what exactly have you been not settling for? What have you been waiting for? Well, you know, I, I think people know by now I'm 33 years old and I am a virgin and I'm waiting till I get married to pop off and hey, hey glory <laughs> to Jesus. Hallelujah. When that sweet day comes, one sweet day. I love Mariah Carey and, and uh, Voice of Men. Um, it's going to be on a popping. Um, but beyond that, so I'm not just like, you know, not trying to have sex. I'm like really waiting for somebody who I can build a future with. I'm, I'm not just trying to be in a relationship for relationship's sake. I'm legitimately trying to build an empire and like walk in purpose. So for me, I'm just not trying to, you know, I used to, I used to do uh, foodie calls. That's what I call them. You know, when you just hungry and you go out on dates just for meals, cause you know, life is hard sometimes. So I don't do foodie calls no more. Right. Uh, I'm really, right. I'm really about building solid relationships. So and yeah, you know, so I get, I'm, mm -hmm. I feel like it. For my perspective, I, I'm looking for, I was just talking to somebody today, actually my trainer, we were talking about, I was like, 
is it wild to be looking for committed, meaningful love in this day and age? That's what I'm looking for. However, however, I am very much in support of my sisters or anybody else who, who is looking for something else, you know? So I'm, I'm very careful about the language used when Absolutely. we talk about what, what is right for different people. And I think Tyreek, I get his sentiment. I get what he's trying to do, but he's got a lot of directions for how women should be using their body that is a little bit condescending. Go on, Yvonne. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I listen, I'm not one to tell anybody, hey, you should wait for the rest of your life. No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, hey, listen, if you want to know what's worked for me or what I'm doing, I can only tell you what I'm doing. In, in the midst of me telling you what I'm doing, you, you decide for yourself what works best for you, right? Because it's just like I, I can tell people what I did to get, you know, to where I am in my career. That don't necessarily mean you're going to do that. It's like it was 10 years of grinding behind the scenes before Insecure. So, but you might be like, ah, I don't want to do all that. Okay, cool. So <laughs> you can get in where you fit in and, and do what works for you. And you can maybe surpass me or you can maybe – not I don't know but you do whatever works for you so I'm never I'm never preaching I will always just tell you what has worked for me you know what I'm saying like and so I think that's imp that's important no all my friends aren't waiting till they get married I'm like some of them are just waiting till they're in a committed relationship you know or and they, they waiting they, till Friday like whatever oh wait till Friday <laughs> and it's just like hey listen if you're happy if you like it I love it if you're happy then I'm happy for you my happy is happy for your happy you know what I'm saying so I think but Tyrese's I, statements are are super judgmental look at the words Sluts, skeezers, hoes, tramps, overly aggressive, promiscuous women. That is a that's a that's a lot of deep language. Now, I don't know what this man has seen in his life. I mean, remember Tyrese is the the he was the Coca-Cola dude, then he was sweet lady, and now it's like Fast and Furious eighty five. It's by eighty eighty thousand um um Fast and Furious movies. So I don't know what he's seen. I don't know if 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 things have been thrown at him, and I'm sure, I mean, he's a handsome black man. I'm sure he has seen people throwing themselves at a level that maybe we will never, ever understand or know or even be privy to. So I don't know what his sphere of reference is mm -hmm. to say this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm always I'm always looking full full picture. Like, okay, the the language is definitely harsh. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know if it was like a harsh in terms of like, you know, when you know, when like uh, athletes go to school and be like, yo, you can't you got to go to you like you got to get good grades too you can't just be thinking you're going to make it to the draft and you got a, a two point nothing GPA. And I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it was like that kind of tough sentiment you, you know what I mean like when people come it's like this is what you got to do in order to get to where you want to be I don't know if that was the he thought he was like a a coach in terms of saying he, that he I, I don't know I, I feel that he was trying to be supportive and I feel like this is this is what my greater point is too sometimes I feel that even enlightened men I'll start with men but enlightened human beings but people who are trying to do the right thing they don't even realize how laced with disdain and contempt their statements yeah. are. You know, I'm gonna go on to say, so we talked about language. Language matters. He said, mm -hmm. you know, but when you are single, when you actually love yourself, and before he said, mm. you know, he, so being an overly aggressive, promiscuous woman means that you don't actually you don't love yourself. Love yeah, it's like, it's like, wait a minute. You know, there, there are then, people who love themselves, but they also love sex. Or there are right. people who love themselves or also, you know, want to get ahead or, or, or not even want to get ahead, but just also want to live a certain life. It's like, Absolutely. It's, it's not that I don't love myself. It's just I also, I love myself. And in addition to loving myself, I want these things. So you're right. Language and then, wait, 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 wait. He went on. Mm -hmm. He goes on. He goes on and he <laughs> says, he says, these, these active, these, wait, you have women that are active out in these streets. And he's talking about behaviors like they go into lunches and dinners every night. Like what? Ladies are out here eating. Can you believe the audacity of them going on planes and yachts? It's cracking. I mean, I, mean, I, feel, like, I feel like if you go back to, you remember that movie Just Right um, with Queen Latifah in common? Yeah. You know, uh, like part of the story of that movie was that I think who was the young lady who played the girl who was trying to get with the common character. Her name escapes me right now, but essentially she was like a professional 
woman trying to advance through the ranks of like using her her beauty and you know like being in the right place at the right time to score a basketball player whereas i think queen latifah's character was you know was the like kind of like the homebody homey looking i'm just chill and at the the end of it i think they found love or something like that but i mean so it's not discounting that it's not like we don't know that there are women who do this who are like professional i'm trying to be with the basketball player i'm trying to be with a a celebrity those women exist um, we're not we're 2017 we're not shy to the fact that those women do exist but again that it that that is a prerogative that they have that is a it is a right. hey that takes that takes skill that takes talent i mean you have a whole group of people trying to keep up with the kardashians and they have gone on record for saying we don't have a like a viable talent i'm not a singer you know, I'm, a, I'm not a i'm not a rapper i'm not but you we can't have look away you can't look away but but another thing too about this tyrese thing too is like he's got a whole play-by playbook and a, a a guideline on how single women and single women that love themselves should act and how single women who are interested in sex should act but there's just no rules for men he laid out no plan for single men so what what is you know you know, you know there's, there's a lot double standard you know there is a lot here's the thing here's the thing right i feel like everybody at every at every stage of your life you should have you should ha- you should have standards and values for yourself no matter where there are some people who are like i'm gonna be a c average student right i just know it i'm gonna be a c student I'm just, I'm not trying to be a leader. I'm trying to get a good government job. I'm just trying to, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to work at the work it for the government, retire with a pension, maybe get a house. I'm good. There are people who live their life like that. And that's cool. And they should they have the prerogative to do that because listen, it's 7.5 billion people in the earth. We we don't need 7.5 billion leaders. At some point we're going to need leaders, we're going to need followers, we're going to need doers, we're going to need thinkers. So it's like every in any level in any field you're going to have people who fit different places, right? So as far as having standards, it's like, hey, standards are yours to set as high or as low as you want. That is the thing. And wherever you set it, that is where you believe you are or that's where you believe you should be. So that's that. That Those are personal things. It's kind of like, girl, he got potential. Well, what that mean? Potential to... To do what? Because, you know, when you're single, people are like, oh, he's a good guy. That's He could be a good guy, but he may not be my good guy. But he may right. be perfect for you because I don't know what you want. And so that's why it's, it's not like I think maybe the, some of the backlash from Tyrese's statements is that it's not just a blanket. It's not just a, like it's not one stop shop, all one size fits all. And so again we're not discounting that yes there are those women who make it their priority just like there are female groupies there are male groupies so it's not we're not discounting that there are those women who do make it their priority to be like what do i need to do to get with person x and that makes them happy and then there are those women who are like nah that's not the life i live and this is what i'm going to do to get with the guy that i think matches my stilo so again it's language it's how he said it and i think also people might be a little bit more sensitive to tyrese's comments because i think he's had a a track record i think some people are like who who is tyrese to be giving us um like who who made him who is any man to give a guideline or a rule book on how women should use their bodies or act number one like i like what you said yvonne where you're like you have to make your own standards in this life and live live with the actions that you take. But in, it's just, it's so, it's, it's becoming a constant conversation. I think that women and society is becoming more awake to the fact that there are many decisions and conversations and judgments about women that, that stem from the fact that it's not coming, it's coming from- From men. I, and, and, it's and, and it's like- men. over it's coming from yeah. men. And it's coming from, rules that are based on you know male yeah. standards and it's 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 not fair it's not but that's the thing it's like it's like it's like, it's almost like over the course of 
of century of centuries and centuries. It's like women adapt to the things that men want. Like even in waxing, right? I'm, we are just gonna get real personal because what? Like in waxing, it's just like oh, before it was just like waxing like the bikini line, and now it's like oh, well, full frontals is like what's in because guys like completely shaved, and then it's like oh no, that makes people feel like they're dating a pedophile. So then and now it's like let's go back to leaving like a little bit of hair. So it's like it's like women. The trends for women does change versus what, you know, certain people think a guy likes or like what attracts guys. Like that's just like over the course, like that's over the course of centuries. Right. It's like, oh, corsets are in. Okay, thin waist and big booties. Now you see people like getting butt injections. Oh, wait, what? Big lips. Now you. So it's like it's like what what guys say they like. It's almost like women across like. Not I don't say across the board because people still decide to like not do that. But it's like back in the day it was breast, so breast implants were big. Now it's butt implants, and then lips. It's just like dang, okay, like everything, everything. Yeah. Then it was like then it was like long Brazilian hair, and then it was like oh well now guys like natural hairs, and you know like whatever. But and, and again, I think it goes just back to like hey, knowing who you are, and I think a part of and. What he, I, I want to believe that what he was trying to say was just know who you are and know your value, whatever that is, and whatever you value, that's what you're going to get. And like you said, he could have stopped right there, and that could have been a beautiful statement by a black man. But then it, it went into like being very specific and calling people out, and it was like, wait a minute, pause. Now we got something to say. Your so I think problematic, Tyree. Yeah. So, but I think I I, I want to believe that the message, this the message. If I if I could if I can err on the side of positivity, <laughs> that the <laughs> message. You know what I mean? I always I always want to take the positive high road. I if, that the message might have been like whoever you are, know who you are and know what you value and like. Don't let anything shift, shift or mold or whatever. And also, and also, do know that, like, yeah, the road that might be for you may take a little longer. It's it's the same thing. Like, hey, if you just want to get out of college and get a job, you can get a job out of college. But if you want to be a doctor, that's another four years of schooling and then another four years of residency. So yeah, you may wake up and be like, I'm 34 years old and I have two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, whereas my 34 year old counterparts who got a job right after school, they're married with a kid and they have a house. You know what I mean? So it, 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 in a different way, it's like, yeah, what what he's saying could make sense. It's like, hey, if you set this for yourself, know that you may be single a little bit longer than somebody who doesn't set that same thing for themselves, but that's okay. And then just be okay with that, but also know that you're going to get where you're going to get and they're going to get what they're going to get. Does that make sense? I feel like if I can dilute through the no, I understand. The, the negative harshness that he was saying, because really in reality, it's like, Roz, we're in it. We're two single girls. I'm single. I know I'm not naive. It's 2017. I know that being 33 years old and waiting to have sex, it's not going to be 85,000 people trying to holler at me. And that's okay. Cause I'm not looking for 85,000 people trying to holler at me. If, if, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking for one right. good dude who I mesh with. So How it's like, I'm dating with that kind of, I mean, and you know, I've, I've, you know, in getting to know you, I've, I've been curious about that. How hard is dating when, you know, you've, you're also putting it up front that we're waiting, you know, till marriage. Well, you know, for me, it's like, it's, I've already counted that cost. You know, I, I it's no different than, the rise in my career, right? And that like, okay, there's nothing safe about saying, hey mom, I know I have a degree in, in public health, um, but I'm not gonna do that no more. I'm gonna become a stand-up comedian. There's no roadmap for that. I don't, you know, it for me it took 10 years from the time I started to, you know, the time like now people know who I am, but there was no roadmap. And it was just like, I just had to trust and believe and hope that like I was gonna make it and do smart things and like curate my career in a way. Um, and then just like be a good human and make good connections. And you know, all things worked together to get me here. Like there's not one thing I can be like, I did that one thing and that got me here, right? Mm -hmm. So in much of the same way that I can't, I couldn't plan my career because it was it's such a uncharted t- 
territory in a, in, a, in a certain way. In my love life, I'm like, hey, listen, this is a thing that I know to be true about me. This is a thing that is a non-negotiable. But at the same time, it's just one aspect of me. I'm, I'm the coolest chick you probably ever meet. I love to laugh. I love to hang out. I love to just take life and explore and travel. I'm well-read. I, you know, like, I'm like, there's so many things about me that are dope that if you as a dude who's trying to approach me can see and be like, you know what? The, 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 you know, the cost-benefit analysis of being in a relationship with Yvonne, the, the pros outweigh maybe the con of this like delayed gratification pad that we're on, and I'm still, I'm still willing to be down with her. Now, that's not going to be everybody. There's some people who are like, it takes ah. the pressure off too, right? Like when, that's out the, when that, con, that thought process is out the window, you can really just enjoy each other. <laughs> you, you, can just, you, can, you can just enjoy each other, and it's like it gives, for me, I'm like, it's going to give me something to look forward to. I'm telling you right now, on my honeymoon, don't nobody call me um i'm don't please don't matter well, how do you know how it's gonna be so if you've never I, done it i, I mean, girl i don't i don't know back. how it's gonna be but i know it's gonna be good you because be you're, you're so silly now here's the thing it's just like I, you trust right like how did, did did anybody know insecure was gonna blow up we just were doing a show and we just were like so having a good time on to insecure no, I'm just comparing like with life. Like everybody, no, because that's a common that's a common thing that I get. People all the time are like, Well, how do you know you gotta test drive the car before you walk? I'm like, listen, y'all, I'm African. I come out the womb, um ba ba like we come out the womb dancing. I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that if there's a hip thrust in my lineage that I can pull out my back pocket on the day of. But I mean at the same time, it's like our I'm also very well aware that like it's going to take time for me and my like your first everybody go back to everybody's first time was it amazing probably not but here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna have my first time with somebody who committed to being with me day in and day out for the rest of our lives and that and and you know what i'm saying so the feeling that we're gonna have is more than just like oh my god i lost my virginity it's gonna be like yo man i trust you i commit myself i'm gonna commit myself to learning you and you to learning me and we're gonna make this thing the sweetest thing on the world because it's it's the covenant that we're sharing you know what i mean so like for me my my mentality is not just oh sex my mentality is like it's the total package so that's why it's a little different um, but to your point about like the 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 track record for girls and guys, it's like when somebody says they want a good girl, um, and we've talked about this, it's like it's like I want her to cook, I want her to you know be a good mother, I want her to be able to. It's like eighteen things that you want her to be able to do. But when somebody says they want a good dude, Ross, what does that what does that usually mean? <laughs> it's like two things. Like uh, does he have a job and does he call back? Yeah, right. And, and does he not beat you? It's like what? Right. It's like will, will you not right. cheat on me? Will you not beat me? Do you have a job? And Why did we become so wounded as women? Like, <laughs> our expectations are so low. It's like you know. And for the ladies that are out here holding, someone asked me the other day, uh, "What's wrong with you? How come you're still? How come you're still single? Why somebody? Why someone got to be wrong with you?" He said, "Right." He said, first of all." It, why is that a wrong thing? Like he's like, how can, but he meant it as a compliment. But you know, again, the, the the language that's problematic. But then he goes on to say, you must be picky. <laughs> I was like, but he's the thing. So like, what? Like, and the answer is, so what? But in my head, I was like, really? I'm not even. It's it's more. Where are the where are these great guys that I feel like you know equal? What yeah. I'm trying to do. But here's the thing, Rod. You know what? I, you know, and here's the thing. I'm a I'm a woman in a male dominated field. I I grew up with three older African brothers, so I'm very much like I, I have a visceral reaction when women are put down for like having their own standards and beliefs. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm just like, you must be picky, yeah, because the pickings are slim. Yeah. Right. If 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 there if there were I am picky because if there were a slew of eligible bachelors who came correct, then it's like oh, I, I probably wouldn't be single. But if you're if you're if if I'm holding myself to a certain level and a lot of the options are not at the level that I want, okay, well then as a woman, do I continue to hold myself to that level or do I just say, huh? Let me just, you know, what is right. it, settle. Or, you know, Yvonne, let me just, or Yvonne, God forbid, I hate, I can't stand hearing this from people. God forbid you are looking for a man who has a lot going for him and his life together. Suddenly it's, 
oh, you one of those, you want, you want that, that's why, because you want a certain type of guy. And my answer to that is this, why, why shouldn't I want a man like that? Yeah. It's like they're not unicorns. I'm a good person, I'm, I'm God-fearing, you know, I got my life together, I'm a family person, I could cook, you know, I have no, I have no debt, good credit, make good money, like why shouldn't he be on my level, <laughs> you know? Well, you know what, it's almost kind of like, it's why almost kind of, it's almost kind of like, when when you're in school and you're making straight A's and people are like, oh, oh, so you're trying to be white? It's like, no, I'm trying to get a job when I graduate. You know, it's <laughs> like, why is it a bad thing that I want to, like, be smart? You know, like, it's like we go through these ways of, like, almost putting people down for, like, wanting better. Right. It's just like. Right. It's, you got to be embarrassed to say, to say that you want, you know, you aspire for a certain type of man. And you know what? I'm very much. <laughs> I'm very and much romantic. I'm not like one of these people who, you know, there are some women that are a little bit, maybe, you know, dating has made certain experiences they've had have made them feel skeptical or even hurt. Some people would use the word bitter. I never feel that way. I always feel like, yeah, there's someone great out there, you know, and I feel like it, it may take some time to run into them, but, um, but, I'm, but hopeful, that's, that's, I'm hopeful in my dating. I call, I call myself a hopeful romantic. I do because I'm like, I don't, I've, I haven't met everyone in the world. I also haven't been to every 50, all 50 states in America, let alone traveled all countries internationally. So it's just like, Your there's somebody. I, so my <laughs> husband is where? In Idaho? Maybe. I do like potatoes. I like potatoes. Um, you know, I hope he got a farm. Listen, I, you know, and then also then you have like, if, especially if you're a person of color will have you dated outside your race and then there's some people like why do I feel I don't want to have to date outside my race and that's cool again also you're provocative I think with everything is just counting the cost to knowing that like whatever standards you set there is going to be a cost for that like hey you can look at me now and be like oh my god your life is so dope yeah but like I, there was a cost that cost me sleeping on my couch and not like being able to pay my rent and not being able to eat three meals a day. But now I'm like, yeah, I remember that. I paid the price. I, there, I counted the cost and I knew like regardless of this, I'm still going through with this life. And now it happened to work out. So this, I apply the same things to my relationships. It's like, hey, I'm going to count the cost. It may take me a little longer. I have friends who are married with three kids. We graduated together and I'm like, I'll live your life, boo. Right. Not my life, but at the same time, I'm, I'm hopeful. Like you said, I am hopeful. And I don't really, there's some people who would say, oh, well, I have people, I, there are experiences I know of that it didn't work out. I'm like, well, I don't know everything that went into that not working out because right. they're not me. And so I'm like, I'm going to choose to believe that for me, it will work out. Um, right. but, with, but I think I was telling you, Roz, a friend of mine, because I was like, I was talking to him, he's a, handsome dude married lovely wife like they're in business together it's, it's they just it's just like they are goals and i was like yo what is up with like relationships in 2017 like why is this like why is what you all have almost like elusive and he said i'm gonna tell you Roz, i'm gonna tell you the secret what's the he secret? said <laughs> he said r&b music ain't the same he said, i said what he said i don't want to minimize it he said but music has messed up relationships Think about it, Yvonne. He said, yo, back in the days, you had Jodeci talking about some forever, my lady. It was a beautiful oh, thing. Yeah. Forever, my lady. Ooh, yeah. You was, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm You had Luther Vandross talking about some, a house is not a home. But a house is not a house. And a house is Like what? Um, Black Street talk was like, "Don't leave me, girl." So you had all these songs, like, kind of promoting love, beautiful relationships. Yeah, love and relationships, and how like a. Uh, you know, like a man needed a like a man actually saying he needed a woman, like a woman right. made him better, and now we've replaced that with 
I mean, pick a song, any song. These hoes ain't loyal. Right. Uh, you know, I ain't got no type. It's like bad bees. <laughs> it's like what? Um, exactly. And it's just like, oh man, what happened to like the? It was almost beautiful to us. I remember the episode of Martin when Gina, when uh, when Martin proposed to Gina, and he had Brian McKnight come out and sing. It's like right. that was beautiful. Like, and everybody knew Brian. It's like, who would if Martin was on today? Who would Martin have to come sing to Gina? It's just like R and B music. It's like you said what? It'd be Future talking about drugs, <laughs> sex, women, um, and more drugs. And it's like you know, there's so much distrust of relationships and women in the music today. I don't want to sound like no old person because I enjoy, you know, turning up and dancing and all the music, just like anybody else. I enjoy a good twerk or two. However, how we come out the we, we come out the womb twerking. I told y'all we <laughs> bye, bye, baby. Okay. okay. I'm twerking right now as I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like you know, for me, I always try to say like, man, I can't even listen to the lyrics these days. I just listen to the beat and, you know, try to have fun with the music. But there there are this music, it, it, it what's the word? We internalize it without knowing it. It becomes a part of our conscious. I really do think that, again, language is important. I think that some of this stuff is problematic. The way we're talking about relationships and women. You don't think our young people or even men or even women thinking about themselves are, are think are starting to prioritize the wrong way, you know, even as you know, but I think, but I think that goes back. And, and I want to add one more thing. It's not just music. I think, and I love social media, but I think social media, we have to be careful. Um, Cause not everybody is as strong minded. And I think it's a really confusing time for young women with social media because there are so many conflicting messages about what it, what it means to be a beautiful woman, a woman that is um, highly coveted, a woman that is uh, of high value. There's so many different messages because if you're going by likes and followers and you know things like that, a lot of what you would see for young girls is Escalation of sexuality, being naked on the gram, you know, all of this, and and as and you know, I'm I'm in social media, but I try to always make sure that I'm not in, you know, showing off all this and that, or even um, what you call it. It's so narcissistic. Like the people will spend a whole Snapchat story, and of course, it's okay to do a selfie, but to go ten straight snaps of just you looking at the camera, angling yourself, like. There's no shame anymore. I mean, it's, I, I get it, but I'm just concerned because we're adults and we know what we're doing. But when I see that I do summer camps with kids and girls, right? And I meet these girls and they say, oh, follow me on the gram and Snapchat. And then I'll look and I'll see them later that summer, you know, they're 14 and they're putting up, you know, pictures that my 28 year old friends are putting up. I'm like, dang, when I was 14, we didn't know about being sexy. We didn't know and about I, that. We wasn't trying to be I, sexy at 14. That's a grown woman's game. Also, we were, we, we were African, so our mothers were slapping us. Like, what, what is this nonsense you have? If you don't go and sit down, I can slap you right now. You know, I'm we so were always being threatened. I'd have gotten beat every day. And I was a tomboy. Someone said to me the other day, like, oh, I would have bagged you in high school. I was like, no, you wouldn't have paid me. No mind. I wasn't cute at in all. high school. But even but tomboys I, know to be cute now because of social media. There's a platform for cute tomboys. They got followers, too. I'm telling me, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm the biggest tomboy. Don't let Molly fool you. I have on a, a men's shirt right now, and I, I make it look sexy. But but I think again, I think going back to the Tyrese comment, I think what you what you brought up is if Tyrese could choose his words again, okay, I want to believe that he would say something similar to what because you're you just expressed very similar sentiments to what he said. He just used different language that you know a lot. Of my one of my friends, my friend. My friend said, um, you can be right, but be wrong at the top of your lungs. Explain so, that. It's like what you could say, what you're saying could have value and could make sense and could be right. But either the way you say it, how you're saying the volume, like the way you're communicating it could make you all wrong. So it's like, yeah, you, you could be right, but be wrong at the top of your lungs. 
So I feel like what you just laid out as far as like the 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 kids you uh, train with at camp, the fourteen year olds that are just like quick to be in sexy and following me on Instagram because that is what they're saying. They listen. We we're in a time where like the Kardashians are to be aspired to be. And it's just like, uh, it, you know, but like, not, I think age matters. I do think age matters. I think the Kardashians, but it starts shaming the, the Kardashian. I'm not saying this is what you're doing, but for people shaming the Kardashians for being sexy grown women and showing themselves that way, I think that's wrong. I think they have the right and they're at the right no, point. No, in their I'm, life not, I'm, not, I'm not shaming them. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about talking like, about you. I'm yeah. not talking about you. but I think a 14 year old girl, she but where's she getting that from? She's, she's getting that from keeping, and what I'm saying is, is what's out there in total. I'm, it's not just the Kardashians. It's music. It's it's everything. I mean, look, I remember one time I was getting my hair uh, done and this girl's daughter came through and she was singing Freakum Dress. And this was a long time ago. And her mother was like, well, what you know? What's a Freakum Dress? Cause trying to be like, do you know what? She was like, you know, it's that time when you your man's not acting right. So you go in your closet and you get that dress out. And it was just like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, and we're grown women. We know we know what a freaking dress is. We know, like, hey, right. when you're 18, 21, turn up, go to the club, put your freaking dress on. It's time. But, like, this 12 slash 14 year old was like, I mean, breaking it down. And it's just like, uh, okay. So, you know, is it Beyonce's responsibility? Is it the mom's responsibility? Like, we don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to get into that conversation, but it's just like, what, what, what is being out, put out there, again, it's all generational and it's all cyclical, right? When, when, when Luther was out and talking about a house is not a home, there were dudes who would take off their hat and be like, Miss Sally Mae, I just want you to make me an honest man. You know, I want to make an honest man out of me. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it would do me the honor and pleasure of being your husband. Now it's like, ah, my girl trying to get married. It's not going to work. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, those are the times and like society, different things in society has made the shit. So exactly what you said, I feel if I break it down, it's not far off from what Tyrese was saying, but he just said it a different way that, that, was no, not conducive. Way different than Tyrese's, which he no, was no, saying. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Like I, the sentiment. I'm, I'm like, I'm no, like breaking it. Like promiscuous, having too much. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the, the at the core, because you know people can say a lot of different stuff. At the core, what he was trying to say was count the cost, right? Which is there's a cost that comes with living the life where you're like, I'm just trying to meet a good dude. That cost might be that you do meet a good dude and it doesn't take a long time or it takes a little bit longer. Or the cost of, I'm just trying to live now. I like the fast life, whatever, whatever. I'm chilling. Cool, cool, cool. You can have what you want. That also comes with a cost. At any point, if you're happy with the cost that, it, if you're happy with the cost that you're paying, then that's like live that that as long as you know what the cost is and you're cool with putting out that price point, that's fine. Right. If you go to a Bentley dealership with Honda money, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna you know what I'm saying? It's not like somebody's gonna be upset. Well, what I'm saying is what we see and what we hear and and is infiltrating our brain waves, our 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 minds on a daily basis certainly leaves impressions. However, with Tyrese, I felt his message was sexual promiscuity in women is, is wrong, is bad, and that is a problem. Yeah, because again, 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 <laughs> there was definitely language in there that was just like, huh? But if, we're, if we strip all of that, I think the, the moral of the story is women, wherever you are in your life, Whatever values and standards you have for yourself, if you can wake up every day and love yourself and say, I am where I want to be and doing what I want to do, check. Because at the end, you know, like you can't, you, you, all you have is you to look at in the mm -hmm. morning. Mm -hmm. All you, if you can, if you can do that fact check and you, again, you can, your level of happiness and your level of satisfaction with the life you live across the board is good. Well then, turn up. Live your right. best life now. Live your um, best. <laughs> you say, hey, hey, make Oprah proud. Live your <laughs> best life now. Um, so, but you know, but again, if you if you do that and there's something off at any at any point of the spectrum, if you're like, I'm not happy. I, I'm listen. I meet a lot of girls who are virgins and they are miserable. 
please have sex because you're not doing anybody any favors. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you're not doing anybody any favors at that point. Like, you're like, your life is like, your life is in shambles. Your like, your outlook is horrible. You're not happy, girl. This this is not the life for you. No, like, stop it. You might as well just go ahead, do it, get out your system. You know what I'm saying? I, because at that point, again, it's all about like motive and how you do it. It's like you can serve. You can serve. You can be on your job and be like, I hate my job. I'm just here to collect a paycheck. Uh, and then that's your outlook for how you treat the customers, right? Or you can be on your job and be like, oh, my God, I love going to work every day. I set my alarm 30 minutes in advance just so I can get there on time and serve the people who come in. You're going to get a different, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get a different uh, response out of that person. So it's like, check your motives. Right. What are your motives in doing anything? Because that's really going to lead to like what's what's the fulfillment you get out of that thing. So it, it does go both ways. You have girls who are like, I'm completely happy being the chick trying to get, you know, uh, a basketball player, an NBA player, whatever. Like, I'm good. And then you can have the chick who's like, I'm completely dis like unhappy living this life that I'm supposed to like wait or whatever. It's like, okay, well, one of y'all is not living their best life now. And it's like, well, Again, check yourself and check your motives because you're not doing anybody any favors by just living a lie almost, you know? Got you. I'm with you. All right, we moving on? We are moving, moving forward. I don't know why I try to sing. I always I always go to a singing place, but I don't know why. I always jump uh, in. Where I can. <laughs> I heard you harmonize it in the back, and I appreciate. It. Like you're you're a good friend, Roz, because most people most people would have been like, "Ooh, can we edit that out?" But I appreciate you, Roz. I'm always I'm a ride or die. I'm gonna hold you down. Anytime you want to go into a little solo, I got you. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. I was really trying to sing "Moving Forward" by Israel, but then it didn't. The, the beat didn't quite track. I was like, "Move." No, okay, that's not it. I can I couldn't find F flat. Um, hysterical. <laughs> But I mean, I feel, Roz. I mean, I love you for uh, being my backup. I appreciate you. Um, but here's here's what here's what also uh, irritates me. Just even speaking about relationships, I feel like this is gonna be like the relationship episode. That's what we're doing right now. But just <laughs> here's what irritates me. It's like, um, you know, we're both high. I don't say high profile, but we're both visible women in the entertainment sector. And sometimes it's like when people see you. If with somebody also in the entertainment field, it's just like, oh, oh, are they, are they a couple or whatever? And people try to put things on you that like may or may not be there. I remember going to one of the after parties for, was it the Golden Glow? For one of the awards last season. And some dude at the party, I mean, we're all at the party. You got to be somewhat of somebody to get there. So whatever, I lean over, I take a picture and Next thing I know, I'm tagged on Instagram a couple of days later. Hollywood's latest it couple, so and so, accompanies Yvonne Orgy to X Y Z party. I said, <laughs> so I just real talk. So I, I showed it to my roommate who I love because she just and she's a writer too. So she grabbed my phone and she said, "This is as real as hidden fences." The end, and just shut it down. Like, just I, I live with her. I know her. This is not. This is not a story. This is not. This is not. This is baseless. Um. So, like, with with you, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's crazy because one of our producers, Devin, was talking about like, you know, if he's a banker and he meets his wife at the bank, mm -hmm. nobody's tripping off the fact that like they're together it's like whatever more often than not you're going to find your significant other either at work or in a work-related space you know whatever you guys have a lot in common etc etc but when you know you're in the industry it's kind of like especially for girls like for me if you know when I was a new comic I was very you know privy I I didn't I didn't also carry myself like this but I was very privy of who I hung around and what people like, I didn't want to give people a reason to say anything. One, I already knew that I, nothing's going down, but the rent, but you know, some people could say, Oh, is she getting stage time because she's talking to so-and-so or, you know, what, what, what else may they be doing behind the scenes for her to be able to get this position? And it's always like, it's, 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 right. you know, last, last episode, we talked about, um, uh, uh, black women at work but just being a woman at work in general, it's always kind of like, ah, this this ever 
peering eye of like, dang, can I just get something on my credibility? Can I just get right. something because I'm good? <laughs> why and, I got to be because, go ahead. No, Speak I on it. like, why does it have to be in connection with something else um, and not just on your merit? And I think not only for me, not only being a woman, but also I work, you know, in a, in a male field. I work in a male world covering the NBA. You know, there's always, and this is a constant conversation, but there's always, you know, the burden of having to worry about perception versus what is actually reality. And, you know, sometimes you can just shrug things off because it's going to come with the territory. It's not fair. It's not fair that we have to burden that and have to worry about these things and have to answer to these types of things. But it, it, it just, it is what it is. And, you know, for me, like, you know, there's always something. Like, I remember um, last summer, this past summer, I went to um, BET Awards with Jadena and friend, the homie Jadena from Stanford. Friend to the we show. Friend yeah. to the show. Shout out to Jadena. Cop his album, The Chief. Is this hot? Ow, ow. Yeah, okay. So, like, friend to the show, friend since college. And he had invited me to go with him. Do you know, like, I saw blog posts that... We, this, that was our first time ever hanging out. There were blog posts that we dated for three months. I mean, that is quite a story to say that there was three <laughs> months. What? I'm like, where does it even come from? So like, you know, I, sh I just laughed it off. Like I didn't think nothing of it, but you know, there are things that like I'll, anytime I post a picture of me interviewing a male player, you best believe in the comment section, it's gonna be some kind of dodo brain saying either she wants him, um, he, they're together, or, you know, even some people are being sweet about it. They'll say, oh, I'd like them to be together, but it's always, it always has to be relationship-based. Like, you know, there's, there, there's been things that have said, oh, um, have I dated a player on the, on the team that I cover? I would never date a player on the team that I cover. It's actually something that's really important to me, and it's hard to shake it off and just let it go because people don't really care what the truth is once mm. something gets out there it's always a part of the perception and in this business you know a jadena rumor i could shake off a little bit easier than a basketball one because i'm trying to keep my credibility i'm trying to do that i'm trying to have people see me for the quality of my thoughts the quality of how i how i present information how i handle myself and i think for the most part people do but I guess what I want to say is like, it doesn't mean that these kinds of things aren't hurtful or that, you know, I hope that when you decide to make a meme of me, you know, I get that these memes are funny. Like I've laughed at plenty of meme. I'm part of a group chat, but I hope, you know, there is also an understanding that there's a person there. Like are the retweets worth making up a, sto a false storyline around? I'm gonna I'm bring up one more thing that actually, you know, cause I don't know if you've seen the memes of like, you know, me turned around and there's a ref looking at me and he probably was just looking down but in that quick moment it looks like he might have been looking at my 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 booty or something and there's a bunch of different memes about that i get it it's funny you know let's laugh that's funny but there's also some that that aren't that funny like last year um there was the one where i was interviewing stephen curry and i think it was just after the warriors had got 73 wins and Aisha comes over and I actually call her into the interview and I'm like, you know, cause it's a cool moment. And so we got the whole family. It was a really beautiful moment. Well, the screenshot of the moment was Steph and me doing the interview and Aisha kind of looking over us. And the, and the story that went viral with it was kind of Aisha's making sure that, you know, a, tr a trifling reporter isn't, you know, trying to bother her man or doing too much. And you know, what's funny, like, actually not funny, Yvonne. Um, I never brought this up, but when that was going viral, it was actually kind of a tough time for me. Like um, there are 10 million people or so that might know who Steph and Aisha are and feel really invested in their relationship. And maybe like a hundred that like on my Instagram, like there's a hundred thousand people that are following me. All those people who knew nothing about me and have really strong feelings for their relationship. There was so much cyberbullying that I was getting during that time. Like, and a lot of it was ladies hitting me up like home record, this and that. I'm like, I'm the team reporter. I have to interview Steph. I'm going to post a picture of that. Like, but people don't care what the truth is. They'd rather yeah. have the meme or the story and they don't realize that it can hurt. And I got thick skin. My life is blessed. Good things are happening, blah, blah, blah. 
But I have to say, like, I remember calling a girlfriend and I was like, dang, this really sucks. I don't like the attention that I'm getting from this. It's really not fair. It's not fair. It's not It's not fair. There's a couple things to say about that. You know, Oprah talked about one time, she said, if you, if you cannot stand being talked about, you're not ready for the limelight. That's the truth. I'm paraphrasing, but like, legitimately, it's, it's Oprah. Like, if you are not, she should know. She's been in the in the limelight for about thirty some odd years, and they don't talk, talk talked about her weight. They didn't talk about her relationship with Stephen. They don't talk about her show. They don't. Talk, they don't talk about everything about okay. they, is to talk about this woman, and she is a the first black female billionaire. So it was like, yeah, she got a bullseye on her, and yeah, there are a lot of things that aren't fair. But it's like I, one thing that's dope about you is like you know who you are and you know what time it is and people are going to talk my my pastor used to say people are going to talk about you when you're doing good better nothing at all so right. you might as well just be, do good because they're going right. to talk they, you know what I'm saying they're going to talk when you're doing good bad or nothing absolutely at all so just do what you do and do it do it well um but what what try to dim my light you know and i know it's, but what's, it's unfortunate though because it's like you know we all saw love of basketball we were rooting for Monica Wright McCall and Quincy to get together so the fact that it's like you're what I heard you say like yo as a woman um, who's a silent reporter for uh, the, the NBA team is like I, I gotta now close myself off to potentially finding love within anybody I work with because because of rumors where it's like man what if your man is on that team or another team it's like who cares you balled in college you balled and you are now a professional reporter like you should be able to find love wherever I mean you spend most of your time with ball players or around sports it's like why should we even bet or not like that's not your purpose that's not your your purpose is your desire when you go to work isn't to like bag a player it's to do right. your job and do and to do it well but wouldn't that be an amazing plus if you find love in what people are saying is a hopeless place like i think about my, my you know saying my friend grace geely who um you all know her as anika on empire well she found her husband on Empire, Trey, who plays the um, oldest son of Lucius and Cookie, they're married now, and they met on set. And it's just like, dang, what if she would have been like, I don't, you know, I don't date anybody I work with. And it's just like, I mean, there are people who do have that rule. And, you know, but well, again, this whole episode, if you learn nothing else about this episode, it's all about choosing what's right for you <laughs> choosing what's right for you okay <laughs> i don't want nobody to be like we don't we're not we're not putting words in nobody's mouth but it's like she could have blocked her blessing if that was the stand she took and the fact that you feel like for the sake of rumors or for the sake of not you know being pigeonholed as a opportunistic woman who was just trying to bag a ball player or whatever you have to separate work um, from love, if if even it exists there, it's kind of it's the double standard. Like dudes would never, like dudes would oh, never, no. ever, ever. It's a double standard. It's it's actually celebrated when you hear about a guy finding his wife in you know the sports world or something cute like that. You know, or even other things. I'll take it a step further. You know, I'll sit down at tables and hear uh, my col my male colleagues. Um, brag about times that they were having, you know, wild experiences with star athletes. Oh man, that one time I was out with so and so, or man, they get it in, or it was fun, you know. It's but I've heard those same people when another woman's name is brought up say she's kind of she has she's, she parties a lot, you know. It's like yeah. it, there's it's it's a double it's a double standard. It's I don't want to sit here and complain all the time about a double standard, but it exists. But but I but at the same time I don't think you're. I don't and think you're complaining, but it's not fair. But I think as women, we should also not feed into it, right? Because exactly. it's not just all men um, saying this. It's some women who don't take the time to, like, like you said, know the person behind the rumor and be like, actually, hold on. You know, I can see what this looks like, but nah. I mean, I people just, I think. But oftentimes when it comes to social media and memes, people don't have the motivation to actually know the story. They just want the laugh. And like, and you know, you don't realize too a lot. Even if it's a rumor too, like some of these places may put an article out. They're just trying to get retweets and clicks. I hope it was worth, you know, the the damage to a person's, uh, if it if it matters to their credibility or their reputation. Because in my what I would say to your comments about should somebody 
uh, be able to date within their workplace, I think people meet and, and fall in love all the time at their workplace. I feel like when your job is like mine, I, I think it's ideal to not date anybody you know on the team that, that you would cover, but should you never date an athlete ever? I think that's unfair. That would limit you from almost your entire dating pool. What about other reporters? Yeah. What about you know people that, business people, colleagues? These are the people that are in your circle. Yeah, I mean- it's likely you will. And I think that it really puts a lot of limitation actually on women more than it does men. And it makes, you know, makes everything so taboo, but that's another you know, what's, what, uh, you know, for like it or love it. Some people love her. Some people, you know, think, uh, opposite of her Chelsea Handler. Um, when she had her show Chelsea lately, it was well known that she was dating. Like, was it the president of the network or like pretty much she was dating her boss and you could be like, Oh wow, she's dating her boss. That's probably why she got a show. Da, da, da. Right. It's like whatever it is, she got a show. Is being watched. You know, like obviously, it's not like she wasn't um, talented enough to have a show. So she was. You know, she was a great host. I remember staying up late to watch Chelsea. It was called Chelsea Lately. Um, almost every night because I wanted to see the comics she would bring on. I wanted to see the guests, and she has a very specific like interview style so it's almost kind of like yeah she's not shying away from the fact that she's legitimately dating her boss but at the same time she's qualified to do this job as well exactly like that has nothing to do with her qualifications or ability to do the job great or have that spot it it shouldn't matter but often and usually the conversation it it revolves around when women are doing it much less if if it's a male and it just, and I, I like what you said too, Yvonne, that like the, the women ourselves, we shouldn't continue, like use behaviors and actions that continue that kind of thought process. We've got we've to free ourselves of these chains, actually. <laughs> hey, listen, it, go, it goes both ways. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But we have to, again, it's, it's about empowering, right? We have to know yourself. Well, I mean, listen, uh, Drake said it, know yourself, know your worth. My actions speak louder than my, hey, turn up. Uh, we can put that in <laughs> um, so that I'm, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like know yourself and know your words. And I think, I think the theme really, if we do have a theme for this episode and we should probably just title it the know yourself, know your worth episode right. is when you know yourself and know your worth, like everything else is almost irrelevant. You know, for me, I'm just like, I know who and whose I am. So a lot of things that I do, um, you know, as far as branding and like where I am, uh, where I want to go and what I want to do in my career, I know exactly the direction I want to take, right? I'm like, I, I, I know three things about myself. I love to be happy. I love Jesus. And I love being Nigerian. That's those, you know what I mean? Like, right. so for me, I will always talk about like immigration topics or, you know, being a first generation or me, my faith is very important to me. And happiness is, is Trump's all right. So right. it's just like, when you know yourself and know your worth, like it, someone else said something about that, 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 and, cause a lot of times people are talking from their point of view. They're talking from their shortcomings, failures, happinesses, you know, deficits right. or whatever. So it's just like, that has nothing to do with you. So it's right. like, if you know, you like Roz, like if you meet somebody that happens to be, you know, in the Bay Area that happens to be, it's like, girl, love you because people are going to talk, but they what they will talk about is how much you all love each other, you know, when they see a hashtag black love, when they see it working, right. when they see, you know, 20 years in, you celebrating your 20-year anniversary, it's like, oh, man, right. okay. It's like, who cares what they say? Right. Live exactly. your best life. You have to. And, and at the end of the day, like, that's all you can do. You can't let nobody... I told my I told my friends when these types of things come up I'm like I'm not going to let anybody dim my light. I'm not going I'm going to continue to walk with my head held high, lead by my actions and as far as like, you know, love, if I find that right guy, I'm going for it. It's a good it's a it's love is hard to find in this day and age. And uh but it is it, it does exist. It, it may does. be hard to find. Hopeful. And let's come back and end on that. We are hopeful romantics. <laughs> and we want to send you off with uh, positivity and if you've already got love we hope that uh, it continues to prosper if you're looking for love we wish you the best in your quest
Ooh. Hey, ooh. That rhyme, girl. You got your you got the uh, Jesse Jackson on you. We wish you the best in your in quest. Your quest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, hey, listen, Just thank you, know, you so are, much for are joining. You real quick before we get off, what's going on? Anything new in your love life? Anything new in my love life? Uh, I'm chilling. Right now, I'm, I'm, hey, we're shooting season two of Insecure. I mean, Molly, Molly got stuff popping, but, you know, Yvonne. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's probably more popping than Yvonne, but, uh, no, nah, I'm chilling. You know, for me, again, I know this is a long road. I'm just, I'm just about happiness. I, I, I don't need foolishness in my life. So, um, I, I, I am just looking for happy. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm, I'm waiting for happy to find me. Yeah, I think I'm in the same place there too. Okay, turn up. Well, I hope we've inspired you to to wait for happy, whatever that looks like for you in your life. Right. <laughs> Not the Tyrese way. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that looks like in your life, find your happy. You know what? Find your happy. Hashtag find your happy. Hashtag ball girl magic. Pow. Let us know what you think. We talked about a lot today. Hit us up. At Roscoe21 on Twitter. And what are you, and Yvonne? At Yvonne Orgy. At Yvonne Orgy. That's O-R-J-I. Get your minds out the gutter. I think it's hysterical. Guy has a sense of humor. My last name is Orgy, and I'm a virgin. When I get to heaven, I'm going to have some conversations. Like, Jesus, did you know how hard you was going to make this for me? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> did you know nobody was going to believe me? Did you like? Did you know how, how you were setting me up? But, okay, cool, 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 cool. Got it. You got jokes, too. Copy, copy. Until next time, y'all. See you later on another episode of Bulgar Magic.